Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Abby, now, this is the Black Country Blokes, chewing the fat about everything it is, mental health, disability and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime, Lee Catman. Now, we're going to be talking about when life beats you down, and, uh, and maybe have some tools for when it does. Now, um, for anyone who follows boxing, uh, I had my Osama Mohammed fighting in the national finals, and um, he lost. I thought he'd won, as many people did. But I wanted to get out that habit of we were robbed, we were robbed, because it was a close fight. I thought we'd done enough. I thought we'd done enough. And I said this the other day when people are there going, um, every time you're robbed, anyone in the boxing world knows occasionally, and it's only occasionally, when you're robbed and your pants get pulled down. But when we're saying to the kids, to the boxers, to the parents, every time that we lose, that we're robbed, then we're taking the pair out of our own hands. Now, I don't think there's much more we could have done on that contest. However, if we're always striving to be better, then we will become better. When we're always blaming, then we're not giving roof, room for growth. But when you when you try and uh, you aim so hard, you're gutted. And um, as a coach, as a person... I'm feeling very deflated. You know, I feel um, sadness and the sadness becomes fuel for the depression and I battle depression. But it, 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 it sometimes it um, just takes the wind out of your sails. And by being on this journey of self-growth and learning things, I'm now putting in place the things to keep me out of the dark room, even though I feel bloody lousy. And um, I'm reminding myself of the things I'm grateful for. I'm walking, talking, I'm fairly healthy, I've got a family that loves me. And I think that's what we've got to do, is remind ourselves, even when we're down in the dumps, it could always be us. It could always be us. I've still had a lad who's got to the ABA finals. He's through to the three nations, hopefully European. But when you try so hard and you feel like you've done so well, it is upsetting and you should feel upset when you try and you want something so hard. Um, Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when I'll be doing this, being open to all you lot now, sometimes you feel like you're putting so much out there, so much positive out there, it's nice when something comes back. But just because you can't see it at the moment doesn't mean it's not coming back in some way. And I think that's... Sometimes I think in life as human beings, we need to see, the not the glory, but we need to see the positive straight away, don't we? We need to see it in front of us. Yeah, especially when you put the the time and hours into into doing that you do you need to see the return or or the perceived return on on what you're doing mm. but it's also again how you look at it because ultimately whether you won that or not you've changed that boxer's life mm. you've helped that boxer grow into the into the man that he's becoming you know and and really yeah it's great having the titles and that but isn't that more important kev that you're making a difference in that person's life it is, however. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hard to see at this point, isn't it? And I think that's, I think that's it, what I was trying to say. It's like sometimes we need to see it, smell it, touch it. But really, there's so much good that goes on 
they were unaware of. So, someone said to me, when, um, as a coach, and so I know a lot of you uh, coaches out there listening to this, you will never realise all the lives that you have changed. Yeah. And may I just say a massive well done to all our brothers and sisters from around the Midlands who absolutely smashed it. I, 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 what really touched me is our brothers in Stoke, our brothers in Worley, our brothers from all, all around, all around. I'm sorry for missing people there. But we were all cheering each other on and we were in the in the change rooms having a laugh and it was remarkable because I remember a time not so long ago when we didn't back each other. We wasn't training, we weren't. It'd be, oh, I hope he loses. But no, we, we were all there. And it was brilliant. I mean, boxing, amateur boxing is great. It's a boxing family anyway. But I've always been jealous of the Scousers and the Manks and the Geordies and everyone because they, they stick together and it's getting there now. And what you have is, like, around us, we have the Black Country, and then we have the Midlands. Then once you win the Midlands, then you you win English, then in the Free Nations, we're in England, and then it's Great Britain. But it's great when we all take our little communities and build up bigger communities and bigger communities. And when you've been in the game as long as me, there was Luke from Liverpool, and he was coming over and we're cheering him on because he boxed uh, Osma years ago. And you've known a lot of these boxers since they were babies, and the babies become juniors, become youths, and before you know it, the seniors... They've got friends from all around the country. And it's great because then when they go on international, they've got friends all around the world. Then and That's the beauty of amateur boxing. It gives people who never had family a family and those who were lucky enough to have a blood family, an even bigger family, and a family that isn't, who don't look like them. In the boxing world, you have people with different colours, different religions, different sexualities, different ages, and it's... But no one gives a keeper's dick because you're there together. You're a lawyer and you're a whatever your boxing club is. And it gives people that that love. And you know, I think it's mutual respect as well, isn't it, Kev? Because ultimately you're going into you're going into a ring and even though there's great coaches and, and whatever around you, mm-hmm. it's one on one. There's mm-hmm. nowhere to hide, is there? There's nowhere to so there's that mutual respect that you're both going in there and the best person should come out of it and win. Yeah, should and as I say, sometimes they don't get it. It's not about getting it right, getting it wrong. Sometimes it doesn't go your way, but whatever thing. And as I say, I don't want to get into that game because the officials they give up their time for free too. And there's some great officials out there, you know. And it's very easy to have a go at the officials, and you shouldn't be, you know. They're there, and it's their what they believe on the night, and you know they've got a, an impossible task sometimes. So, you know, and respect to all the officials out there because it, it it's a thankless job. And without the officials, we don't, you know, we couldn't have had the contests. But as I say, this is just my, how my, <laughs> how my week's been. But it, it, this is why we get the title for today because life doesn't always go your way. And sometimes you've just got to try and get on with it and you've got to find what makes your life easier and what cheers you up. And I think you also have to appreciate that it doesn't go your way sometimes, Kev. Mm. I'm still waiting for it to go, my God. Well, wouldn't it be boring if it always did? As I well? don't know, I'd like the option. Where, where, <laughs> where's the challenge in life if it keeps just running smoothly and the way you want it to? Where's the, where's the growth? How do you learn? I think because I was, I was working with someone today and they were saying, You sometimes you see people and they've got the wife, the life, the car, the money, and you think. He's, he or she has got everything, 
but maybe that's not what makes them happy. Mm. I think so many times we judge everything. Well, he's a world champion. He's a gold medalist. He's a millionaire. Their partner's gorgeous. They've got their... But none of that brings them joy. But actually, there was a quote the other day, and I can't fully remember the quote, but it basically it was among the lines that you should uh, treat anyone. You can judge a person by the way they treat people beneath them. Yes. And to me, that's such a wrong quote. What are you looking at anyone as if they're beneath you? No, uh, that, it, I understand what that quote means. It's like on the stepping ladder. I, I understand it. I understand that, Kev. But if you're looking at people, ultimately, because well, ultimately it comes down to whether you've got a job, isn't it? That's what yeah. it's come, what, what your job is, where you are. But they're not beneath you because you do something different. So yeah. I understand the quote, but what it should be saying is you shouldn't be looking that anyone is beneath you. We're all here. We're all equal. It doesn't matter what you do for work. It but doesn't matter what house you've got. It it's doesn't how matter. you treat your employee. I think that's yeah. what it means. But on even that. your employee, it's not uh, ultimately they're still people and it doesn't make them any better, worse, indifferent to you. But it's when people climb the ladder and they say they're not going to be the person they... And I see this once again in, in the boxing world where people climb up the ladder and the person gets his own business or that person becomes the head coach or that person becomes the OIC and it changes them and they become the thing they said they were never going to be. Mm. And you've got to remember, as you say, people are people. And this what amazes me in the boxing world or in any world because you had a good hiding, you had a good hiding, or you had a bad experience, you make other people have a good hiding or a bad experience. You think, well, you should have learned about this. Or like when you've had a bad time at school and someone really belittled you and made you feel terrible. So then you teach in that same way. You're thinking, you know firsthand how horrible that was. Change it. Mm. And you know, and then they go, but I don't know any, I don't know any difference. I don't know any other way to teach. But that's when you've got to find good people and other methods and change the narrative. Just because we've done it for two hundred years doesn't mean we've got to do it for the next two hundred years. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, I'll say, I just it just annoys me when I, I even why why is anyone in this world thinking that anyone is below them anyway? You're looking a lot better, comment then. We did. I was about to read it, but I was just getting that across because <laughs> basically this is a better this is a better way of putting it, and uh, it's our good friend Steve, Steve Ansel. So I'll just bring it up if he's going to let me. There we go. So Steve says, "I've always tried to live by treat people how you expect to be treated." Yeah, and that's the way, isn't it? You know, there's there's no one beneath you, and there's no one above you. You're all equal. We're all on this on this world in this world, and we're all trying to make the best of it. And that's as simple as it is. So don't look down on people, but equally don't look up to them either. Well, we, we were on tour in the, we went to the Monkstown Cup a few years ago and there's a lady on on the bus, uh, drunk, and I was talking to her, having a laugh, and um, I, I was smoking at the time and she said, can I have a cigarette? And every time I seemed to see the same woman, she asked me for a cigarette. And at the end of it, I had loads of euros in my in my pocket. And uh, I give her all my euros, and that's good. Why? Why are you giving it to that alcoholic? Why are you giving it to her? She's only going to spend that on booze. I went. How dare you judge that woman? I went. You don't know why she's an alcoholic. You don't know if she's been abused. If she's lost a child. If she's just wants a bloody drink. Who have you got? As soon as that money leaves my hand, it goes to Lee. It's his money. If he wants to spend it on smack, if he wants to spend it on Paw Patrol stickers, if it, whatever it is. 
who am I to judge? And maybe just that bit of kindness that you give her yeah. made her stop and go, well, actually, I don't need to. There is, there is a bit of kindness in this world. I don't need to spend this on beer or don't, you know. I haven't got to sell my yeah. body to get the money, to get the That's beer. You, you just might change someone's perspective about what's going on and they're all, you know, make them realise there are good people out there. You don't know. And it's funny when I've talked about me and my depression, my panic attacks, and, pe and some people will go, you, you have them. Or someone will go, like, I'm not confident. I go, confidence isn't just a coat you put on. I wasn't confident. They go, no, it's easy for you. I went, you are seeing the finished article of now. You're seeing me, how you perceive me. Mm -hmm. But if you see me when I'm having a panic attack or when I've had my depression or when I was too nervous to do something, do that, you haven't seen that because I haven't allowed you. And we often see what we want to see in people. And when I say, well, it's easy for you. It's easy for me. I lost my eyes when I was three years old. Mm. I've had all these different stuff, but I've had the strength of character to overcome them. But I guarantee it, they haven't been easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is about having that strength to, to overcome them. And I think everyone does have that in them. And everyone goes through different experience that some may perceive as worse than others. Well, um, uh, but ultimately, you only go through what you do. So you can't judge anyone on that, can you? And it's who you have around you, if you're lucky enough, because we will have our trials and tribulations through life, but if you're lucky enough to have people to pick you up, that's where it's true, because no one is a self-made man. That That's a load of bollocks. It's this thing that people like to say, well, I did it all on my own. Mm. That man, that woman had a break. Someone give that person a chance, mm -hmm. whether it was, I will give you this loan, I will bankroll you i will give you a chance i will give you knowledge you can shadow me i will give you advice but everyone has a hand up to get there and it's, it's accepting the help it's accepting the help and it's as i say what i want this to say today is and i said this to the other day when everyone uh, lee was training with us in the uh the beatboxing club that we do free every tuesday thursday friday mixed classes and ladies classes every wednesday and friday and everyone's blowing out their arse. It has been a really odd session. And I went, you've all been tougher. You've all been through tougher things than this is right now. Every one of you, I don't know what's gone on in your life, but you've all been through and overcome harder things than this last three minutes of training will yeah, be. I was about to say, and there's a good chance it lasted longer than three minutes. That yeah. Side of it. And, it uh, and it's right. Yeah, everyone has, haven't they? And and sometimes you get into that point where you are training, trying on, it feels like hell, but you have got to remember that actually it's three minutes mm. or it's 30 seconds left or it's a minute left at that, you know, it's a couple of miles. Yeah, that's but, it. It's, it's a very small amount uh, of time within your life that you're suffering. And most of the time you're suffering because you've chose to suffer. And I think there's a big difference there as well. Mm. Certain things in life that you have to suffer just because of circumstances and there's certain things in life that you give yourself to to suffer mm. you know um you your testament to that with your eyesight you didn't choose to to do that but you did choose to box so can you moan about the suffering then when you box mm. you can't but it's that kind of i suffer for the greater good yeah i push through the pain to get the pleasure and as you say some people when they're born into an abusive family when people are born into suffering of a disability when these people get cancer get dementia get the 
they have not chose that mm. but what they have to do or what if they have the strength to is get the tools to make it as good as they can to leave the abusive relationship to find something that makes them happy to find purpose to find love to have the strength to fail but to try again these are all things that we can choose to do but we can't always stop the suffering it kind of it reminds me of pete gavacoli we've spoke about loads just lately but he he obviously was diagnosed with cancer and passed away last year but he, he chose i spoke to him quite a bit while he was at his, his worst at that worst point really and um but he chose to live on that on that and he chose to raise money for to to get um some interactive tablets i was thinking to myself he he was suffering there's no doubt i heard that in his voice but he didn't choose to let that bury him mm. he chose to carry on through it and and come good out of it and i think yeah your circumstances he couldn't help help mm. but he made the most of what he could do and i think that's that old saying you can't you know you don't get to pick the hand that you dealt but it's how you play them yeah and i think that's what you got to do yeah and just remember as bad as this is if i can survive it I can, you know, sometimes you've just got to survive it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you've got to, and I think this is what we do in life. When I'm winning, I brush over it. It's oh, on to the next thing. I've, I've won, yeah, yeah, next thing, next thing. I've, uh, I've got a job, I've got a pay rise, yeah, yeah, yeah. We skip past the good things because we're waiting for the next bigger thing to come on. Where we should deal with the bad things. Deal with the bad things and enjoy the good things. Yeah, well, that's where that gratitude comes in, doesn't it, Kev? That we usually start the show with that we didn't this week, actually. <laughs> but there we go. You know, that just remind you of that it doesn't matter how bad things are. There's some good in, in the bad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you need to do that gratitude thing that we do every single show now. Yeah. <laughs> to remind yourself of that. Well, this is what I've been doing with this. And it's in the grand scheme of life and all the trolls and tribulations of my my life, losing an ABA final, my box losing an ABA final isn't the greatest thing, but it affects you because you care. Yeah. And it, and that's what I have been doing. Because yesterday, I didn't get off the set today. Uh, I didn't get, I didn't come up to the club. I didn't, and it is licking my wounds, mm. knowing it'll, you know, it'll be all right. But even in those times, it's reminding yourself of, while I'm licking my wounds, I'm in a home, my wife will be back, my daughter will be back, da, da, da. and it's reminding yourself, this will pass, we will get better for this. Yeah, He will improve as a boxer, I will improve as a coach. I was proud of the conduct that we did, we lost graciously, wasn't kicking off, effing and jeffing and acting like scumbags, because we are better than that. Even when our hearts are broken, you shake the boxer's hand, you shake the coach's hand, you're polite. And, you know, that that shows class. Even when you're sad, show class. Got a comment again off Steve, just bring this up. So does anyone choose the path they're on? Sorry, I have to dodge around this. I'm going to have to take it off the screen because I can't see it fully. Actually, does anyone choose the path they're on? I'm not sure, only that... You can't change the past, but your future is in your own hands. Life is just choices. Sometimes we get it right, sometimes not. Just learn from it and keep moving forward. It is interesting. Do you choose the path you're on? Because you get choices in life, but is that already predetermined? 
that's a that's a I know a question that Forrest Gump struggled with. <laughs> Destiny and fate. And we are as clever as him. Stupid is as stupid does, Lee. Yeah. But it's, uh, <laughs> it depends what path you're on. And I was talking about this with people. And it's, uh, do we believe in karma? Do good things happen to good people? And do bad things happen to bad people? And does... I mean, I don't believe that for one second, to be quite honest. And, you know, and it's for everything a reason. And it's got to be a greater purpose. And... I don't know, I think what it all comes down to is I'm clever enough to realise that I don't know everything. Mm. And I think whether you're a religious man or a spiritualist or you believe in the universe or karma, you've got to believe in what makes you have peace. Mm. And I think sometimes the writing's on the wall and sometimes life can be cruel, life can be kind. And I think, you know, it's just one of them. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question, isn't it? Do you, do you think you have a choice? What path you take? And sometimes I just, I don't think you'll ever know. And quite frankly, do I need to know the internet to the universe? Because what's the office bloke <laughs> from Wally? It's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I struggle to know what to have for tea. <laughs> Let's not think too deep. <laughs> do you remember them days before... Brexit and before like when your mum made your tea and you don't have no choice, you just have to eat it. Well, it's funny like when you're when you're a baby, you can't wait to be a grown up, and <laughs> and then you get to be a grown up, and you don't get time to see your friends. You don't get to you seem to just be on the hamster wheel, yeah. don't you? And it's it does make you wonder what you what you're looking at as a kid, as you at your parents giving they've got a great life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. actually, you get to that age, you go, actually, I don't really do anything. I think as a child, what I think what we all want is the notion of freedom because as a child yeah your parents tell you when to go to bed your parents tell you what to have for tea they give you your pocket money uh that, and it's sometimes they even tell you what's what hobby to have <laughs> you know what i mean and i think what we all want and we fixate on having the job we fixate on winning the lottery but i think what we all want is options yeah to have the i think you all want to do what you what you want to do instead of being because even once you're an adult i'll let your kids know yeah. you still get told what to do yeah <laughs> just buy a boss instead I've... but you're right if you've got i've said this before it's having the if you've got if you do win the lottery i ain't really that fussed about the money i don't really want a bigger house you know it's it's hard enough we're keeping this one tidy <laughs> but but i'd like to have the freedom to be able to get up in the morning and do what i want to do hmm. but i don't know what i want to do either so <laughs> but, but i think that's it and i think the reason why we want the money to have the option is like, what do we want yeah. to do today? Money gives you time. That's what it gives you. Gives you time. But then it's, I know millionaires who aren't happy. Mm. And I see, and or I know people who've climbed, climbed the ladder of success. And then their real friends have, have left them and people are money grabbing. And it's so tough, isn't it? Because I think, like, as a child, the idea of it is often different to the reality it's of it. Yeah. It is as an adult, let alone a child. It is, yeah. And as an adult, you think, mm. oh, this is what I want. And then you get and you go, what's that, the parad paradise paradox? Like the people of like the um, the Tyson and Furies, I want the world to... And they get there and they go, they set themselves this impossible target. And when they, when they achieve this impossible thing that they could never do in a billion years, they go, huh, now what? Yeah. And obviously, and I think that's what we all struggle with sometimes is now what? Mm. Especially if it doesn't 
meet your expectation? Because he, because Tyson Fury is a prime example. He won all that, but he he didn't have a plan after it mm. either. You know, he didn't think about well, okay, well, what to do once I won it, mm. and then he got a load of bad press for winning it, basically. So he thought, well, this isn't this isn't what I dreamt. You know, I dreamt I'd win this and it'd be all rosy and everything would be great. And but he didn't have a plan after it, and he and it didn't go the way he wanted. So I think even with that success, I think we should all aim. I think the greatest success is being loved by the right people and being loved by yourself you know, and give yourself a break. It'd be a success soon to be able to turn the lights on, Kev. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's bonkers in itself, <laughs> isn't it, man? I mean... I can afford it, electric this week. We're on a winner. <laughs> 2020 bloody two. You know what I mean? And we've got people... We've just had some of the worst years financially, mentally, of the of the time, and we're going to bombard them with bills. And you're thinking, what on earth? Mm. So hopefully, if you can afford to uh, charge your phone and your tablet, <laughs> you can catch us next week. <laughs> if we can afford to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a, we'll have the club run. We'll have all the kids run on the uh, running machines. Uh, create electric. That's the way to do it. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Keep pedalling. We need more gas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have you got any quotes or sayings? Uh, no, I didn't like the one I had earlier. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the one quote you give us in three years. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> cool. uh, a quote. I can't think of one. I hope we underpressed you too much. Yeah. You know what, guys? Every day above ground is a good day. And quite frankly, give yourselves a break. Life's hard enough. Well, guys, until we see each other next time, keep your chins up, take care of yourselves and each other. To our bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, tarot a bit. Listen, listen, listen.